0: Hello, I'm Caitlin, and welcome back to Talking with Caitlin. Today's episode is Relationships and Loss. Now, the first thing you probably think about when you hear the word relationships is dating, like a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And I'm not qualified to give you advice on that because I've never dated anybody, so that is not, in fact, what we are talking about. We are talking about friendships and, you know relationships with people you lose or even just acquaintances. This is all stuff that can be applied to people you feel any sort of connection with. So yeah, let's get into it. I'm going to start off with friendship or friends. And the first thing I want to touch base on is that friends change over time. Now, For the people listening, you probably have had a pretty stable friend group your whole life. Or maybe not. Maybe your friends have changed. But my point is that friends change. So I don't really know what I was rambling on there, but it made sense in my head. But from personal experience, I don't think I've had the same friend group for, like, I don't know, a long time I feel like your longest friend group is always going to be in elementary school because in elementary school, you you don't have a concept of life, really. You just kind of, you like everybody, you don't see a problem with anybody, and you kind of hang out with the same people or whoever your parents tell you to hang out with because you don't have... Um, enough knowledge of life to form opinions about people. And honestly, in kindergarten and elementary school, there's really nothing more than just, like, picking your boogers and sharing pencils and helping each other with homework or, you know. There's really nothing that makes you you at that time because you haven't really formed your personality yet. Let's be honest. So, I'd say around middle school, that's when you start realizing that you can be your own person. And that's probably when you start forming some different friend groups than you would have had in elementary school. Because you discover people like you or, you know, discover that you want to hang out with these people. Yeah, I don't really know what I'm rambling on about, but, you know, my point is that as you change as a person, your friend group is going to change. You might not like it at first. I know there has been many times where I didn't like change. Like, in general, I hate change. I like to have a routine, so if I don't have a specific routine or everything's not going the way I planned, it really bugs me. So if things are changing around me, it really makes me upset. But I know I have to deal with it because things have to change. Now, let's get into good and bad. I should have listed stuff out, but we're just gonna... We're gonna... (sighs) Sorry, I yawned. We're just going to figure it out as we go. Um, Let's start off with good qualities. Um, I think in friendship, one of the most important things is honesty. I think it's important to me because I had some patches in life where people weren't so honest with me, and it just made me upset. Like... They thought they were sparing my feelings, but they were just lying to me, which I think would be worse than what they really were going to tell me. But honesty, it's just important. Why would you want to be friends with somebody who just lies to you all the time? Like, to me, that doesn't make any sense. And I sure hope it doesn't to you either. I think it's important to tell your friends the truth and... Like, here's my thing, when people make, like, excuses not to hang out, honestly, I would rather you tell me, like, that you don't want to hang out, like, hey, I would rather stay home just not feeling it today than, you know, make some excuse, like, oh, I can't, I'm so sick, you know, I would rather you just be up front, you know. For me, it's just one of those things that bugs me. Maybe it doesn't bug you as much, but honesty is key for me. Another thing is communication. If you are... uh, No, I don't want to start off with that. Communication is important because, honestly, I think it's the most important thing about any relationship because it's important to know... Um, if you, I'm trying to think of how I can word this. It's important to know that you are making everybody comfortable or, you know, you aren't hurting anybody's feelings. And it's important to know, like, you know, where you guys stand or if you're going to do something, it's important to, like, answer the person so for example if you're somebody who doesn't answer like let's say a group chat and then you really did want to go somewhere where everybody else is going and you didn't say anything that kind of sucks because they're probably going to leave without you so it would have been like smart to just say yeah I want to go and another thing is communication is important like Let's say you hurt somebody's feelings, and or no, let's say this, somebody hurt my feelings. Now, maybe a few years ago, I would have just sucked it up and been like, okay, whatever, I probably deserved it. But now, I feel like I go out of my way to text this person and be like, hey, you did this, and it kind of made me upset. we talk about it and that's important because I feel like maybe a lot of you listening to do the same thing where you just think you deserve it or don't want to cause any trouble but if it's something that upset you I think you should tell the person and figure it out I'm not saying that you have to like break off your friendship or get in a fight but maybe tell them your point of view and be like you know, this hurt me, what can we do to fix it? I mean, sometimes you can't really fix it if it's in the past. Like, they did what they did, and they can't really take it back at this point. But maybe they could, like, apologize to you and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize that this affected you. And I've been in this situation a few times, and, like, I've been on both ends. Like, sure, it's shocking to realize that you hurt someone's feelings, but it's also important to, you know, think in their shoes and be like, oh, dang, this probably, you know, did affect them, and I should apologize, so, yeah, communication is important, also, if your friends are making you, like, uncomfortable, I know I feel, like, uncomfy a lot, like, it doesn't really matter what it is. I hate getting out of my comfort zone. Like, honestly, like, taking speech class even made me uncomfortable every day. I hated it every day because I knew I would have to stand up and talk about stuff I really didn't know much about. And, it, see, if I knew a lot about what I was talking about, I would probably feel fine. But giving me a week to become, like, a quote quote expert... On it, it just was not not ideal for me, especially when I didn't really like the topics that I picked out, which I know you're like you literally picked out your topics. well, the p- topics I wanted to choose were disapproved, so yeah, but yeah, so my point is if your friends are making you uncomfortable, like maybe they're talking about stuff that you don't want to or doing stuff that is making you uncomfortable, reach out, tell them, figure out a way to solve it. Um, So my point is communication is very important, probably the most important, because you don't want to stand by and, like, you're uncomfortable or your feelings are hurt. You don't want to just stand by because I feel like you'll just gain hatred for these people when they're not trying to hurt you. So, yeah, communication is good. Another good thing is, hmm, I feel like there should be more. um, Trust. If you have trust in one another, this is a two-way street. Um. Oh, I want to get into that. Friendship is a two-way street. I'm not going to elaborate on trust because, you know, if you're old enough to be listening to this podcast and relate to what I'm saying, you probably know that trust is important. So... You know, if you trust one another, don't break that trust. Keep secrets. Keep your mouth shut. Yep. <laughs> Here's the last thing I want to touch on before I get into bad qualities. Friendship is a two-way street. You guys should be both putting in effort. I know I've had some friendships where I definitely don't feel like we're both putting in effort to keep a friendship going or make it seem like they like me as much as I like them. Now, this could be as simple as, like, you maybe want them to text you back and they're not. Like, you don't have to keep in constant contact to be friends, but maybe they never text you and it makes you feel kind of sad. Or maybe... They never ask you to hang out, and you always ask them to hang out. And you would just like them to, you know, ask you to hang out first. It's just like those little things that I think make the most, because it's really what can make, what's between making a person feel bad and good about themselves. Like, I know for me personally, If somebody swipes up on my story, it makes me feel really good because I'm like, oh, they want to talk about it or talk to me. And I know I used to... I don't want to say I always made the plans because it kind of also means my sister did, but I used to not get invited to a lot of stuff. So it feels really nice to me when people invite me to stuff. So, yeah... And also, if, I don't know, put in the effort that you want back from the person. And if you're the other person, put in the same effort. Tell your friends you love them. Tell your friends you want to hang out with them. And, you know, swipe up on stories. Swiping up is just nice. I don't know. I think people appreciate it. Comment on posts online. Like their Visco post or favorite. I don't really actually know what one it is. You know, just be an active friend. Put, or you know what, I'll say it this way. If they comment on your post, maybe comment on their post. You know, just giving back what they give to you is basically the moral of the story. Yep. Now, bad qualities. Lying. We already talked about honesty, so really it's the opposite of honesty. If your friends, like, tell you, um, you know, they just are, you know, making up excuses. Maybe they don't want to hang out with you anymore, and they're just making up excuses. Or I'm trying to think of other things they lie about. I don't really know, but lying is bad. Keep that honesty. If you don't have anything... no, this is a cliche. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Am I a hypocrite for saying that? Yeah, I can of him. But, you know, don't... Don't lie, especially to their face. That's just rude. Actually, also over text. So really, anyway, it's just rude. If you... If, There's, like, a reason that you're trying to cover up that you don't want to hang out with them or you don't want to talk to them or something. Honestly, just be straight up. Don't lie. Lying sucks, and it just creates hatred towards you. Another thing is leaving people out. This sucks. Honestly, at this point, just be like, hey, and explain the problem you have with this person And if they can fix it, they can try to fix it. But if not, maybe it's time for you all to move on. But don't leave people out if they think you're friends with them because, well, let's talk about FOMO. FOMO is fear of missing out. And let's say you don't invite someone somewhere and they're just sitting at home and they come across a story and all their friends are hanging out and they're at home, they're obviously going to feel bad because you didn't invite them, nobody invited them, so they probably feel terrible about themselves at this point. I've experienced this many times, and let me tell you, it's probably the worst feeling in the whole world. Actually, that's not true, that's not true. But it's a pretty bad feeling. So if you leave someone out, maybe explain to them Or here's the thing, you also don't need to be invited to everything. It's really not a big deal if it's like once in a while you're not invited. It probably just means that like they wanted a small hangout or they made these plans with these people and didn't realize that you would want to go too. Or maybe they thought that you were busy so you just weren't invited. So it's not a big deal. But if you're like constantly being left out, There's probably a problem in that friendship. Yeah, I think that's all I'm going to get into on good and bad because I feel like those are like the big takeaways and I can't really think of anything else. Now we're going to talk about personal experience. And oh boy, is this a good one. I can't really think of it off my head, but in... Sorry, I just got again. In junior year, I didn't really have any friends. My friends at that time kind of were not so great to me. So, like, I thought I belonged to a friend group at the time, but really looking back at it, I really had no one except for me at that time. I hated going to school because of the people around me. I just felt terrible. My friends would leave me out all the time. They would lie to me all the time. And I just think it made me notice that actions affect people and not everybody is who they seem. Now... I don't think any of them are bad people, I just think that at the time, they could have handled things better, but, so, I experienced serious FOMO during that time, because almost every weekend I would see my friends hanging out, and I would be home, and, You know, I asked these people to hang out and they would make up excuses, you know, lie to me about being sick and whatnot. And then I would see them, you know, posting stuff on their stories together. And I don't know, this happened a lot. I would have breakdowns about it once in a while, or maybe not once in a while. Once it got worse, I would, you know, have breakdowns about it. So it just wasn't a good situation. I felt really out of place junior year. I didn't sit by them at lunch. I tried to isolate from everybody junior year. I really don't remember talking that much. I didn't want to jump ship or anything to a new friend group because I was ditched. I just, you know, just hung out by myself at home watched a lot of TV, cried a lot. It wasn't a good year. My mental health declined really bad. So, yeah, your actions affect people. It's honestly better to tell someone you don't like them anymore than to keep them dragging on. So that's my personal experience. Don't be a bad person, is what I'm saying. And... If you don't like someone, just be up front. Don't lie. Don't drag them on. It's it's not good for them, and it makes you look like a bad person. Now, let's get into loss. I don't have a lot to say about this, but, you know, here we go. It's always hard to lose someone, whether it's like they died or whether... They're just not in your life anymore. It's always hard because you're going to think back on memories, and it's going to suck sometimes. Like, sometimes I think about the friends I used to have, and it it makes me sad sometimes that they're not in my life anymore, but I also don't want to reach out because I know that they probably if they left off not being a good friend or if I left off not being a good friend, I know that it wouldn't work a second time. So really I just have to be nostalgic about the memories that we had and be thankful for what we had. And the same thing for death. You obviously can't bring them back, which is terrible, but you will always have the memories you made. You'll always have pictures that you have And, you know, you'll always be able to be thankful for the time they had in your life. For example, I lost, now this is going to sound cringy because this is not a person, but I lost my best friend in the whole world, my dog, Lily. And you're probably like, why is your best friend a dog? I don't know, she's just... She was always there for me, always happy to see me. She would always, you know, sit on my lap. We watched TV together. She had, quote, sorry, quote, sleepovers in my room, you know, where she would just sleep on my bed. And I would talk to her, but she obviously didn't talk back because she's a dog. But I lost her in February, and that was the worst day of my life. I literally thought I could never be happy again and I went into a vet and they showed me her dead body which I thought was a little weird and it made me really uncomfortable but I just you know she wasn't alive for me to say goodbye which I thought really sucked. And I honestly knew something was up the night before because she wasn't sleeping at all the whole day, and I thought it was really weird, but I didn't think anything of it because she had beaten, like, heart disease and other medical things before. So I was like, you know, she'll be here tomorrow. She'll greet me when I come home from school. But that wasn't the case. My mom woke me up in the morning because I wasn't supposed to wake up yet because I got sleeping before school. And she said, you need to come say goodbye to Lily. She's at an emergency that hopefully she'll be alive when we get there, but we don't know. So I obviously started crying because it was a shock to me and I wasn't able to say goodbye with her being like conscious and there. So I was obviously shaking up. I was crying. And, you know, I did what I had to do. I went to the vet with my mom, said my goodbyes, and, yeah, I took her collar. It's been in my room ever since, and I have her ashes in my room. It doesn't always make me feel better, but I'm happy that everybody in my family let me have it in my room, so... Yeah, deaths are hard, but, you know, I have to look back on the memories I have with her, the pictures I have of her. I still find some new pictures, you know, off of other people's phones or our computer and whatnot, and I'm thankful for all the memories I had with her. Um, But, you know, it always hurts. Every death always hurts, because, you know, that they'll never come back. And it sucks, and it also sucks to lose friends because, you know, nothing will ever be the same between you guys. You know, you could have been tied at the hip at one point, and now, you know, maybe you just say a quick hi to each other when you see each other. And that's about it. So, you know, it just, it sucks. Loss sucks, and maybe sometimes you can rekindle a friendship but nothing will ever be as it used to be. And sometimes it's just easier to say goodbye to that part of your life and move on. The next thing we're gonna talk about is opening up. It's really important in any relationship to open up to the people around you. You don't have to tell them all your deepest, darkest secrets. But if this is really something you feel, uh, or sorry, someone you feel close to or that you think is, like, important to you, maybe opening it up is the next step. You don't have to tell them anything too important, but maybe touch on, like, your life, what you want them to know, and it just builds a stronger connection You're not obligated to tell anybody anything you don't want to. So definitely, like, if you want to keep something a secret, don't tell anybody. But, you know, open up about the little stuff. It builds connections. I know opening up can be hard, but if you think this person is worth it, it should come pretty easy. It may be awkward the first time, but it's worth it, and it builds a stronger connection With this person. So opening up is good. The last thing I want to talk about. Is setting expectations. Sorry these two. Should have been actually put in the friend thing. I don't know why I ordered it this way. But I did. So this is all about setting boundaries. Like maybe you're uncomfortable in a friendship. Or you feel as if they're not putting in as much effort as you put in maybe you need to set some expectations or boundaries for the person like maybe you had to be like hey this is not working out for me we never hang out and I think we need to start hanging out or like you don't have to be like we need to hang out every day but maybe be like hey it would be nice if maybe like I don't know once a month or something we started to hang out Or, you know, you would answer my text sometimes or maybe, let's say, they're making some jokes about you or, you know, like friends, when they joke, they don't mean to hurt you, but sometimes they do. You could be like, hey, this is like not, I really don't appreciate when you make these kinds of jokes about me. Could you maybe like back off? You know, just, like, those kind of boundaries where you want something from them so you feel a little more comfortable and, like, you don't have to form... Not that I think any of these things would form, like, a deep hatred right off the bat, but I feel like as actions go on and you don't like the actions, it just makes you form a hatred when you're not really trying to. So... You know, set those boundaries. You know, every friendship should have a boundary. It doesn't really, or have expectations. Like, if it's important to you, it should be important to them, too. And also be accepting of, if your friends want to set boundaries with you, oh my god, that was weird. (laughs) If they want to set boundaries with you, then you should be open to it and think about, how they feel and go in their shoes, so that's all I have to say about relationships and loss. Hopefully, maybe this helped you, maybe this was relatable um maybe you are in the same boat as me, and you know you've come full circle too, where you feel like you know what you want in a friendship, and that's great and and maybe this helped you realize what you want in a friendship. I don't know, but Thank you for listening. I would say the topic of the next episode, but I honestly don't remember what it is. So, yeah, thanks for listening.